Welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com. Well, it's January 10th, 10th of January 2017, and the weather here is quite a bright day here. Uh, I'm grateful for that. And uh, I suppose the uh, the year really, I suppose, is still shiny and new, isn't it? We're, we're only 10 days in, so was, uh, the vast majority of it is still left. So what are you going to do with it? Have you decided yet? Now, you know that I've, if you're a regular listener, I've said that I don't believe anymore in setting great outrageous goals because for a lot of people that doesn't work. So, and if you're not a regular listener, you can go back and listen to the last few podcasts and you'll, you'll hear me talking about that. But that doesn't mean to say I don't think we should be achieving things. Of course, I think we should be achieving things. So what are the things that you're going to be achieving this year? And what are you going to need for that? You see, I'm going to suggest to you that you already have all the raw materials that you need. Now, you may need to buy certain things. You may need to buy certain tools. You may need to buy certain software, all that sort of stuff. But all the raw material that's going to help you succeed, you've already got that. You've already got that in the six inches between your ears. That's already there. We just need to be careful how we use it. Our mind is such a an amazing thing. Our brain is such an amazing thing. I, I think it, it's fair to say it's the, the, the peak of evolution so far. I don't think that's too arrogant of us to think that, is it? But we do have to be careful. And, and if 2016, the year just closed as, as taught as anything, we so need to be more critical in our thinking. And I'm not making any party political points here at all. I'm saying that whichever side of the political divide you were, uh, were either in the US in the election or in the UK in the run-up to the referendum or frankly anywhere else in the world for that matter. But we seem to have lost the facility for critical thinking. We, we allowed ourselves by all sides to be lied to. I mean, and, and demonstrably so. You can actually point at the lies. But we allowed ourselves to be lied to and still accept what these people said to us. Now, look, I'm not recommending anarchy. <laughs> Far from it. What I'm saying is we now need to be more careful in the way we think for ourselves, particularly, particularly if this is the year you're going to step outside of the corporate life and start living your life on purpose and start being of value to people and start making decisions because all the decisions that you'll be making from now on are going to be so critical to your success and therefore, I would suggest critical thinking is going to be more necessary for you than ever this year. When I said um, you've got all the raw materials that you need, I, I meant it. I meant what I, I said. You, you just need to shape those raw materials and use those raw materials to build the thing that you want. You see, our mind is both powerful and malleable. In fact, I, I'm going to prove that to you. Now, there's going to be at least one person listening, and it's maybe you, who gets tense in their shoulders, gets a, a tension in the back of the neck and the shoulders. Yeah? Is that you? Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you when it's safe to do this. If it's not safe right now, if, say, you're driving, you're listening to this while you're driving, don't, you can't do this. Well, yeah, actually, you can do this now. What am I talking about? You could do this now. I think that, that will be okay. So... Sit upright, and if you're driving, I'm assuming you're already sitting upright, unless you're a Formula One driver or something of that sort. 
sit upright in your chair. Now, I'm going to ask you to imagine, you don't need to close your eyes for it, and certainly if you're driving, don't close your eyes for this. I'm going to ask you to imagine that at the very top of your head, there is a golden thread attached. And that golden thread leads directly upwards to a winch type arrangement. It's wrapped around a winch that's around about three, four feet above your head. And by that winch, there is somebody standing. And they're now going to turn the crank of that winch. And as they turn it, that thread, ever so gently, not so that it hurts, but ever so gently, starts to pull the top of your head upwards. Can you feel your top of your head moving upwards? And with it, your neck starts to stretch. And that tension in your shoulders starts to dissipate. It starts to go. Can you feel that? Can you feel that disappearing? The top of your head is moving up very gently. As that crank turns so slowly, it's not hurting. Your neck is starting to stretch as your head moves up and up. And all that tension in your shoulders releases. Works, doesn't it? There's no crank. There's no wire or thread from the top of your head leading up to that crank. That was all in your mind. That was all in your mind that did that. So that's how powerful and malleable and suggestible we are. Now, we can be suggestible for, for good reason and for not so good reason, can't we? So that's why I'm saying we need to be more critical in the way we think. If somebody presents us with some version of the what they say is the truth, we need to be sure that it is the truth. We need to analyse it to the best of our ability before we accept that as a truth. And look, another example. Let's think about this. See, I've been questioned about my use of the term woo-woo. It's something I feel particularly strong about, but and people think I'm probably dismissive of things supernatural and um, spiritual. And, and to be perfectly honest, if I'm being absolutely honest, I, I am on a personal level. I'm dismissive. I, I don't dismiss other people's belief in it, but I will not subscribe to those beliefs. And people have even called me sceptical. And I am absolutely happy to wear that label. Absolutely happy. Skepticism is healthy. It's a good thing. And I hope you will apply a good dose of skepticism to the things that I might tell you. I, I said the other day, I want to be challenged by you. What I try to avoid at all times, though, and what I'd urge you to avoid is cynicism. There's a big difference between skepticism and cynicism. If you're not sure what those are, those are, I'm not going to explain it here. Head to the dictionary afterwards or Wikipedia or whatever and look it up. You see, I do have a problem with the woo-woo. I believe it seeks to overlay explanations for phenomena that are simply not needed. The explanations are already there. They're in science. They're not needed. But they rely on those explanations being sexier, more mysterious and more exciting than what is actually happening. And 
As I've already shown you, we are by nature very suggestible. Some granted more than others. And I, I think I, I've probably just given you an example of that, how suggestible we are. When And, and use that. Look, I feel, I, I quite often um, get tension in my shoulders, if I, particularly if I've had a long day. Um, I get tension in my shoulders and I use that trick. I just imagine that thread from the top of my head pulling the top of my head up. I, I go through the whole process. I don't just imagine the top of my head going up because it doesn't seem to work some some way. It's the fact that the thread is pulling the top of my head that, that works. Now, another example of that suggestibility is commonly recognised placebo effect. Um, now, if you're not aware of the... I'm, I'm sure you are aware of the placebo effect, but I'll just talk very briefly about it. Essentially, when a new medicine is being... Uh, uh, tested, a new drug is being tested. It's tested against this thing that is called placebo. And what they'll do is, during the testing phase, once it's been licensed for testing on humans, they will do what's called a double-blind test. And a double-blind test is this. You get a group of patients who this drug could treat, or this drug is designed to treat. And one group of patients will be given the drug, and the other patient group of patients will be given a, what's called a placebo. It's effectively a sugar pill. No medicinal value whatsoever. But it's designed to look, the, the two things are designed to look the same. The patient does not know which one they're receiving. That's a blind test. But a double blind test is that the prescribing doctor or the pharmacist who dispenses the medicine, they don't know which they're dispensing either. They don't know whether they've been supplied with the real drug or with a placebo. So there can be no telltale signs. There, there, there can be no, um, in poker I think they call it a tell, isn't it? Um, the person dispensing the drug doesn't know and therefore they can't give a hint to the patient. Now, it's been known for some time that if you're given a sugar pill but told, you, told it's a drug that's going to do X, Y or Z to you, a sizable, measurable percentage of the people to whom that sugar pill is given will experience the effects that are described. They'll even get side effects, even though the sugar pill does absolutely nothing. People have been cured by placebos. People have been um, suffered side effects from placebos. And th this is known. This is a known fact. And so a drug is tested against placebo to see whether or not there is a better than placebo response. So if the drug does better than the placebo, then they know the drug works. If the two do the same thing, then it's no better than placebo, and therefore chances are the drug is not that effective. Does that make sense? I hope I've described that. Now here's the weird thing. And this is when I say we're suggestible. It's been shown that if a patient is given four sugar pills instead of two, the placebo effect is more marked. It's a stronger placebo effect if they're given four pills rather than two. It's also been shown that if instead of a sugar pill, they're given a saline injection, which again does absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing, the placebo effect for a saline injection is stronger than it is for the sugar pills. Here's another thing. Brands. If somebody is given 
let's let's say an aspirin, an aspirin, basic drug, but they're given a, in a plain box with no branding on it whatsoever. The effect of that aspirin will not be as strong as one in a branded box. Also, if they're given a pill and they're told this costs 10 cents, the effect is not as strong as if they're given a pill, the exact same pill, and told this pill costs $15. That's the power of the mind. That's the suggestibility of the mind. And that's why... Now, you may be thinking, what on earth are you talking about all this for? This is supposed to be about my career. And what I'm, the reason I'm talking, this is the real work, if you like. The reason I'm talking about this is because your mind controls so much, but your mind is so suggestible as well. So what I'm saying is, try to adopt critical thinking. Try to be more critical in your thinking, because by doing that, you're going to be so much more effective. I'm going to, in fact, I'm going to recommend a couple of books to you. I'm going to recommend a couple of books. They're not business books. They're not about careers. They're not about anything of that sort. But they're, you know, you remember when you were back at school and you'd say doing an English course and you got the set texts for the English course, but then there'd be other reading around that supportive. Listen, I'm talking about my school days in the UK, which are over 40 years ago. Um, but I'm, I'm assuming it's still the same today that uh, you don't just read the, the, the set text for the course you're doing. You also read around it. These books are the reading around it, but I'm suggesting them for a reason. One book is called Bad Science by Ben Goldacre. Bad Science by Ben Goldacre. And another is Tricks of the Mind by Darren Brown. Now, Ben Goldacre is a, a medical doctor over here in the UK. The bad science is about misinterpretation of scientific results and the woo-woo that goes on there. He's anti-woo-woo as well. And Darren Brown is, I think he's made it over in the States, but he's a, he's a British mentalist. And he, um, he drops the curtain on quite a lot of uh, how magicians, hypnotists, all that sort of thing work, and how it's all, basically, tricks of the mind, as, as per the, the title. They're excellent, excellent books, both of them. Fantastic reads, very interesting reads, but they both go to show, in their different ways, how important critical thinking is to our own success. So, a little bit of a different one today. I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, I hope you've already subscribed over at iTunes. But if you haven't, why not get over there now? Hit the subscribe button. Leave me a review. Tell me what you like best about it. And don't forget to tell your friends about it as well. But before that, leave me that review and tell me what you like best about it. And leave me a bunch of stars as well, because that will help this podcast rise in the rankings. And that's what we want to do throughout 2017 and beyond. We want to get this podcast up there in the rankings, if that's OK. Now, if you're really interested in critical thinking... If you're really interested in critical thinking that makes a difference to your wealth, both spiritually and financially, I would say, I cannot recommend highly enough the course. I've talked about it before from my friend Tony. Um, it's called Making Friends with Money. I'll give you the link. You can go. You can get access to it if you go to whensmytime.com. So that's my site, whensmytime.com forward slash goals, G-O-A-L-S. I'll try and remember to put the, the link in the course notes here whensmytime.com forward slash goals. 
head over there now, check out the course there, because that is one humdinger of a course, and you won't regret it. It will make such a difference to the way you think, not only about money, but about much else that's going on around you. Hope that's been useful, as I say. Thank you so much indeed for choosing to spend time with me today. I've been Ozzy Air, founder of whensmytime.com, and I'm here to tell you, your time is now.